Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast where two old school Heroes fangirls talk about the show and defend its honor. My name is Rachel. And I'm Keisha. And today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 11, Powerless, the season finale. Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. Uh, yeah, already, because the writer's strike, which we'll talk about later on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Split the uh, season right in half, uh, more so than they were intending, so. Meant to be the volume finale, not the, mm-hmm. the uh, season finale, but we'll get there. We sure will. Yeah. We've got no new news, correct? Uh, not that I've seen around. Still slow, slow news time. For, for hero stuff, anyway. Yes. So let's crack... Let's crack this egg open and <laughs> get right into the episode. Because you know what? I'm kind of hungry. I could use some breakfast, Keisha. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So uh, why don't you start the episode? Well, gladly. So we immediately pick up with Mohinder rushing to his apartment in Brooklyn. Because if you'll recall, he got a very special phone call at the end of the last episode. His his good, good bud, Siler, is back. He's in town. And he needs his help. Aw. Aw. Yeah. What What better thing than to see people there for their friends in a time of great need? <laughs> so he hurries home, and he's probably, like, anticipating just chaos and carnage. Because <laughs> it's Siler, you know? So he unlocks his apartment door, and he's got his little case of syringes, his little, his little kit with him. Sorry about it, Nikki. And he bursts in. And Siler's just straight chilling at his desk, like super cash. And he's like, oh, welcome home, Dr. Suresh. And then he winces and he's like, what happened to your nose? Because he's concerned, Rachel. He's a concerned <laughs> friend. And it's impossible not to say something about. And Mohinder's flipping out. He wants to know where Molly is. And and Siler's like, no, dude, like she's still asleep. Like, we don't want to wake her. Let's just chill out. And Mohinder's still just like firing on all cylinders. And he's just like, well, what, what is it you want? And Siler stands, and it's so great, because when he stands, the, like, Siler murder theme music takes into place, and <laughs> Mohinder practically, like, gulps and cowers, and he's just like, breakfast? And Mohinder's just like, the fuck? And he's got his little shrug, he's like, eh? And he's like, oh, yeah, I hope you don't mind, Maya cooked. And he turns around, and holy shit, there's a strange woman in his apartment as well. <laughs> and sure enough, she has on a little apron, and she's making food. And uh, do you think that's Matt's apron? It's got to be Matt's, right? Could be. It says yeah. World's Greatest Dad on it, and I always wondered wh- whose it was. Probably Matt's. He's a he's a novelty apron kind of guy. <laughs> or is it Mohinder's? Because he's not a novelty apron kind of guy, and they think it was funny. Depends on which one cooks. I guess so. I guess so. Probably probably Matt. I would say Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to be more invested in my House of M um, <laughs> mysteries. <laughs> Well, he also, like, buys pizza. Oh, So is yeah. he really the one that cooks, or is it Mohinder that cooks? Shit, that's a good, that is a good point. That is a good point. Could be either one, but yeah, you're definitely making me think it might be Mohinder at this point. <laughs> or is the joke that neither of them cook because they're both busy men, and it's kind of like the funny behind it, and that's why oh, Molly possibly it- bought it for him? That's good, too. You know what? I like that. That's the best possible version, I think. Or... Mm. It was Chandra's apron. And Eden gave it to him. Oh, wow. That would be incredible. I love that. (laughs) 
I love everything about it. So, yeah, Maya's just there, and she's super, like, also super chill and just real, like, oh, hi, you know? Just, <laughs> everyone's so calm and normal-seeming, <laughs> and it makes Mohinder, like, he's like a character in, like, a Hitchcock movie in the last, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> he's just like, ah, like, everything's crazy, and I'm the only one who's, you know, reacting appropriately. And so he's like, you know, she makes the most amazing chili killies, and uh, once again... That is a dish of note on Heroes, because if you recall, Charlie mentioned it in the Burnt Toast Diner back in Season 1. It's a very popular egg dish in Heroes Land. So. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> yeah, Mohinder just gives, like, the best, like, what the fuck face, like, during this little bit. Because she's like, oh, it's such an honor to meet you. And she wants to, like, shake his hand. And Tyler's like, no, he, he's the one who should be honored. Like, Mohinder, guess what? Maya came all the way from South America just to be here. Aren't you honored and stoked? And she says she read Chandra's book, and she's got many answers, but she still has so many more questions. And I love Siler keeping a very watchful eye on Mohinder. Like, try something. Go ahead. I know you're gonna. That's the face he's giving him throughout <laughs> that. Like, come on. We know you're gonna do something. I know you. And so he's like, you know, sit, eat. And then, you know, he does the I'm starving, which anyone who pays attention to this, uh, Zachary Quinto is unnecessarily growly in his vocal delivery throughout this entire scene. And I feel like it's a gift to us, the fans, and I appreciate it. And I thank him for it. (laughs) He is. He growls like every third word. And I'm not complaining. And so they sit down and Maya's like, oh, when Gabrielle told me you two knew each other, you know, I knew fate brought us together. And Mahindra's like, okay, but, like, Gabriel, the fuck? (laughs) Like, that's, you know, nope. He doesn't like to be called that. Like, you mean Siler, don't you? Like, what the hell? You do know this band's a killer. And then Siler clenches his jaw because he doesn't quite know how this next bit's gonna go. But thankfully, Maya's just like, yeah, I know, because she thinks he's just talking about Virginia. And, oh, boy, (laughs) that's deeper than that. And so, you know, he's like, you know, she's just like, yeah, he told me. And so I was just like, eh. you know, just like, yeah, like, <laughs> suck it, Mohinder, that ain't gonna work. And <laughs> um, I like to think that uh, the only thing I could think of after Maya's just like, yeah, he told me. And the look that he gives her is um, <laughs> there's a bit on uh, Drag Race where Alyssa Edwards has this really iconic line where she's like, what the fuck is going on in here on this day? And I, I think of that. <laughs> I think of that greatly with Mohinder's face in that moment. Because uh, Maya's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm ashamed to admit it, but like, I've taken lives too. And I've got the sickness that comes out of me and it poisons everyone around me. And I need your help. And Mohinder's like, so that's what this is about. And Sailor's like, well, we both need your help. And so he, you know, draws focus back to him. And he's like, I was reading about your lab work on the laptop. And he tells him, you know, the Shanti virus, huh? Does it really take away a person's abilities? And Mohinder's just like, yeah, also has the unfortunate side effect of killing the person. So just picture him flipping off Siler right now. <laughs> and um, he's just like, <laughs> he's just got such a good bitch face at that moment. And Maya's just like, is that why your powers are gone? <laughs> and Siler's face is everything in this moment. Because <laughs> he's been real, like, chill up till now because Mohinder doesn't know that he can't do anything. And his, like, shut up face is incredible because Mohinder's like, oh, really now? And that's when things try to take a turn. Uh, Mohinder, bless him, he goes for the knife that's on the table. But our boy is very ready for this and he swiped Mohinder's company gun before Mohinder even got there. 
So it's this beautiful moment of Mohinder grabbing a knife, but Siler having a gun. Isn't that just a perfect encapsulation of their interactions? <laughs> oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. So he's got it. He juts it into Mohinder's neck extra. But to be fair, Mohinder did shove a gun into his head. So, you know, it's a little tit for tat at this point. <laughs> and he cocks it. I was like, oh, he means business. And he's like, Maya, I need you to stay calm, you know, while I hold this man that I claimed was my friend at gunpoint. <laughs> just need you to chill. And uh, he's like, so apparently, Mahinder, your blood is the answer to my ills. And Mahinder's like, no, not always. There's many different strains of the virus. And Siler's like, yeah, but when you mix it with the certain cheerleader's blood, it changes and it can heal anything. Isn't that right, doctor? Again, too growly. Love it. Maya's betrayed in this moment, obviously. So she's starting to get her ire up and her power's going to activate. And Mohinder's like, I don't know what he told you. This guy, he's not my friend. He's a monster. And she's starting to, you know, really get her thing going. Her eyes are starting to darken. And I love the choice of words here. Siler doesn't say ruin. He doesn't say anything other than do not spoil this. Like, don't spoil this for him. His big reunion with his good friend. Ugh. I mean, this kind of fan service you don't get just every day. And certainly not with guys, you know? Like, fuck. This whole episode is just filled with slash pairing fan service. And I just salute it right now, right here. You wouldn't see this thing very often, man. It was just a delight. And I can't believe it exists sometimes. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so her ability kicks in and Siler and Mohinder are immediately affected. And she's like, my brother was right not to trust you. And he's like, do you really want to kill Dr. Suresh, huh? The one man who can save you? But then Molly comes out and she's screaming because, you know, she's doing, you know, she's got the black tears too. And Siler's like, yeah, and she dies. A sweet, innocent little girl. So stop it, Maya, now. And he like yells at her and she very reluctantly pulls back. And Mohinder rushes over to embrace Molly the minute he can. And Siler recovers. And he's got the gun pointed at Maya now. And Mohinder's like, all right, I'll help you. But not here. We need to get to my lab. And the way he says it, if you're looking at his face during the delivery, he thinks he's being so clever. Because if you recall, his lab is fully hooked up to surveillance. The company is going to be able to see that Siler's there. He hopes. And so he's like, yeah, lead the way, doctor. So, you know fun reunion <laughs> well look at these these cool guys look at look them. at these look at these fellas <laughs> on this day uh siler did a lot of like blatant snooping and nosing around that apartment wouldn't i have been like wow why are you looking around in his drawers oh my siler. god i i'm sure he had some bullshit excuse and she was like okay do you know where he keeps the tabasco like just you know fully <laughs> just you know we like <laughs> live to together maya it's yeah chill. we live together we were roommates i know it's different every time i tell you but like <laughs> oh god yep it's fucking mm-hmm. wonderful and it only gets better if you can believe it i, I can yeah. hardly believe it i can hardly believe it too i'm so serious you don't get this kind of fan service for like especially male on male like pairings you just don't like it, it's just i don't know it's it's a delight. I love this episode. Mm-hmm. It makes so many people happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So moving on, 
I know, right? Can you believe other stuff's going to happen in this episode? It does, though. <laughs> a lot of it. So we see the framed photo of Nathan and Peter. The photo. The fucking photo. And Nathan's looking at it. And he's looking pretty spiffy, honestly. He's really pulled himself together from, you know, where we began in the first episode of season two. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... It's like, you know, just how he looks different physically to show that time has passed. <laughs> like It's like that John Mulaney bit. But anyway, um, Angela's there, too. And she's like, I suppose I have you to thank for my early release from jail. So we got her out. And she's like, well, you know, you didn't kill anyone, Mom. <laughs> like, that's the thing of it. You didn't belong there. And Matt's there, too. Holy crap. Look at this trio. Yeah. And Matt butts in, and he's like, but Adam Monroe did. Again. And they talk about how they found Victoria Pratt. They found her in Maine. Adam signed the crime scene with one of these. And he shows Angela the evidence bag with the Helix photo with Adam's blood on it. And so he's like, where's Adam going next? And Nathan is just, like, so over it (laughs) this episode. (laughs) Like, he was here and now he's here. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like, how long are we going to suffer for your sins, huh? For your generation's deeds. And... She's like, okay, well, Adam wanted revenge on those of us who betrayed him, but it's done now. So let it go, Nathan. It's over. Because she thinks like, oh, well, you know, those people, yeah, they're the ones. It's clearly, that's all he's going to do. And Nathan drops the bomb to Angela that Peter is alive. And Matt goes further and says he's working with Adam. Oh, no. Because uh, their fingerprints are all over the murder scene. Because who gives a fuck about getting caught by the cops when you're like, you can heal from anything, you know, immortal. And, and then you're just your Peter, who at this point <laughs> has an insane amount of abilities. So, yeah, who gives a fuck? I always liked that detail. It was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. they touched everything. Who cares? Um, <laughs> they didn't wipe nothing down. And... Uh, Nathan gives this great little glance towards Angela, like, hmm, doesn't seem over to me, you know, (laughs) kind of, you know, look at her. And uh, she goes on this whole bit where she's just like, it all went so wrong. 30 years ago, a group of us came together to change the world to fix it. And Adam had a perspective on history that was compelling, and we believed in him. I did, Linderman, and your father. And Nathan's like, Bob said you locked him up. And she's like, no, not in the beginning. I helped him in the beginning. But in the end, Adam decided that the world just wasn't worth fixing and it needed to be wiped clean with an unstoppable virus. And just before it was too late, I came to realize how wrong that was. And I love Nathan's whole energy again in this scene because he's just like so crossed arms cynical. He's just like, ugh. You know, he's like, dude, you and Linderman, you wanted to blow up New York City to save the world. It doesn't exactly sound to me like you've changed much at all, Ma. He's just like with the barbs. <laughs> and uh, she's like, only someone with Peter's abilities could get to where the virus is stored. That's why Adam chose him. So she tells them that it's in Odessa, so they need to go to Odessa. And uh, she's like, Adam will never quit. You know, one bullet right through the head. It's the only way. So Nathan gets ready to leave. And Angela has a private conversation with Matt just in his mind where she's like, if you can't stop Peter, you're going to have to kill him, too. Right through the head. Just like him. Oh, man. That's oof. Mm-hmm. But she knows, man. She knows how dangerous her son can be and how dangerous anyone who listens to Adam can be. So she's not wrong as Mm. we're about to see. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll mosey on forward because I don't have anything to add to that yet. So we get last episode's cliffhanger with Adam and Peter going and just waltzing into Primatech. I mean, maybe they're invisible. (laughs) 
I know, right? Nobody seems to be bothered by anyone going in there and not just them. (laughs) (laughs) That's... Maybe that's, like, not their pay grade. They're just, like, people are going to come in and out. They do it all the time. Just, you know, Entirely not our job possible. to stop them. Entirely possible, yeah. So they waltz on in. And Adam's like, you know, three good stuff's three floors down. Yada, yada, yada. Time stops. <laughs> and we see Hero charge Peter. And Peter zaps at him, but Hero teleports right behind him. And he asks Peter why. Why is he helping Adam? And Peter's like, he's my friend. And he was like, he was mine 400 years ago as well. And he betrayed me and he'll do the same to you. Peter's like, well, he saved my brother. And he was like, yeah, well, he killed my father. (laughs) Yeah, well, your father had him locked away for 30 years. I was locked away with him too. And Hero bops up right behind Peter, sword to his neck. Just like, you know what? (laughs) Time to take Peter's head off. (laughs) And Peter's like, we're here to stop a virus. We're going to destroy it. The company has it and it's dangerous. I've seen the future. We need to stop it. And Hero lets his guard down a little because Peter grabs Hero's sword and shocks him through it, which sends, which knocks him out and unstops time. He's got to stop letting people grab that sword. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like what Siler did with the cryo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gets too close. He's too cocky, man. Yeah. He's not a close combat guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Hmm. As time unfreezes, Adam turns around looking really shocked to see Hero there on the ground. And uh, Peter's like, he stopped time and he said he knew you. And Adam's like, yeah, we were friends once a long time ago. Well, Hero said I should kill you, Adam. And I love his delivery of like, what do you think about that? (laughs) And Peter's quiet and he's like, let's go stop the virus. And Adam nods, leans down, takes the sword. I believe this is mine, Carp. Woosh heroes. Yay! Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think Adam was expecting to see Hero. (laughs) He sure fucking wasn't. He's kind of shocked, like, oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. The whole, like, huh, what do you think about that? Like, just, ugh, give me a stretcher already. (laughs) I can't. Like, uh uh-oh, they had, like, who knows how long talking while time was stopped about this. Mm. Is Peter still on board or am I fucked right now? Plus, it's just that, and it's also his, you know, he needs Peter to think it's his idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. I cannot. <laughs> those those crazy kids. Oh. <laughs> they, they, they burn bright, and they burn fast. God, I love this ship. <laughs> indeed, my friend, indeed. So, let's go forward to uh, California, where we see that great photo of West on the folder, that young West photo, because Claire is flipping through the company files that her father had left there, and Claire wants to tell everyone what they can do still. And Sandra's like, I don't know if this is gonna end the way you want it to, Claire. Uh, Your father couldn't take down the company. What makes you think you can? And Claire gets defensive. Well, they only target people with abilities. People like me. Subtext, not you, mommy. Who knows what you're talking about? (laughs) You can't relate to me. Yeah, wah. (laughs) You know, and Sandra's like, you're still my daughter, Claire. What if they, like, use you in some lab experiment, take you away from me? And Claire's like, well, I can't live in fear anymore. Fear of some big what if. So Claire's going to still tell on the company. That's her plan it's, right now. It's it's a bold plan. Mm-hmm. She's think, thinking a little rashly, a little emotional. Her father's dead. She's upset. Very that. It's very her way that she's dealing with this. It's her grieving process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
<laughs> getting shit from this development is Elle. And Bob is uh, giving her shit about it. You know how much damage you've caused by provoking Claire. And she's all like, what was I supposed to do? I can't help with my arms in a sling. Excuses, excuses. And eventually Bob's like, you're benched. No more field assignments. And Claire gets, not Claire, and Elle gets really upset. She's like, what if I said I'm sorry? And Bob is still being a grade A asshole in this one. When I think about all the hard work I put into raising you. Mm. So Elle is like heartbroken at the moment. He's such a dick. Mm -hmm. Especially to her. Oh my God. Yeah. Like he was kind of with her at first, but now it's like, wow, one thing goes wrong and it's just, nope. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he knows exactly the kind of shit to say to her to make her really, really crumble too. Yes, he does. Poor thing. Poor dear. (laughs) So we go to Noah, who is sitting in a company cell that looks a lot like the one Peter and Adam had. And, um, you know, it's funny, right? Because what level did we guess that they were in in terms of security? Three. Like two or three? Yeah. Shouldn't Noah Bennett be in a level five cell? <laughs> Just because of who he is? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, obviously we don't know what level five is just yet, but. No, I'm trying okay, because he was in a cell last season. But I mean, these are also different facilities. Because he was That's locked true. down in Odessa last season. That's true. So perhaps he's not as familiar with the Hartsdale facility. That is true. And the cells probably look different because they do. Yes. So, all right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So he's in (laughs) the Hartsdale facility and he's got a bouncy ball, which, I mean, even that's dangerous. Who knows what he could do with that? Someone walks in the door. (laughs) He could probably huck it right at their throat. Right. (laughs) The man is a killer. (laughs) (laughs) But we see uh, the camera pull back and Elle is standing at the door watching him. And she asks him, what did her dad do to her? And I was like, well, there's not a whole lot of incentive for me to share right now. <laughs> His family <laughs> thinks he's dead, etc. And then Elle produces the lightning hand, like, I can make you tell me. And I love it. He looks back at her like, you could try. <laughs> and then <laughs> continues to bounce his ball. And then Elle says, please, I don't have anyone else to talk to. And that breaks through to Noah. And he's like, he wanted to see how much wattage you could discharge. And uh, you'd pass out from the strain of testing. We all wanted to stop. But Bob said, no, she's tougher than that. And you were seven at the time, L. The hardest thing a parent has to go through is seeing their child in pain. Most parents, anyway. (laughs) And their conversation is interrupted because Bob comes in and he's like, what are you doing here, L? And she skedaddles. And he goes over to Noah. He's like, no, we have a problem. And Noah's like, I'm not a part of your we. And he's like, Claire is becoming difficult. I want to know if she has any hard evidence that could bring this company down. And Noah's response is smirking at him. And Bob's like, well, all right. Too bad. Now we're going to have to make sure she stays quiet. Mm-hmm. And that's not great, is it? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I love that. And it's like, oh, Claire's becoming difficult. And he's like, is she? Just like full on proud Papa Bennett face. <laughs> like, good for her. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm, that's my girl. That's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I demand to know where he got that bouncy ball. <laughs> <laughs> it was Adam's, and that was his punishment <laughs> he's still being paying for right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. They took his bouncy ball. Mm-hmm. 
You try to fuck my daughter, I'm taking your bouncy ball. <laughs> Fair? Is that an equal? Is that an equal exchange? I don't think so. He named uh, the ball. It was Wilson. Jesus. All right. We're moving on right now. Uh, okay. So we also, because it's, you know, our volume finale, at least they thought only, we get to go back to Nikki and all that fun stuff happening in New Orleans. So she's fretting and Micah returns home and she's like, oh my God, where were you? And he explains to her that Monica tried to get his stuff back that he had, you know, that had been stolen. And she's like, I I told you to let the cops handle it. And he's like, no, no, mom, she got caught. And again, Nikki wants to call the police and get them involved. And Mike is like, no, we got to rescue her. You have super strength. Like, come on, make this fucking dream of mine come true. (laughs) You all are just stop being so difficult about this. She tells him, I don't have my super strength anymore. The virus has side effects. Oh, but don't worry. Dr. Strash is totally on his way. He's going to make me better. Oops. Uh, says the show. And they decide to head out together and they're going to help. Uh, they're going to save Monica. Mm-hmm. It's a short little bit. So Yes, it is. I was like, I, I don't. <laughs> I-, I was saying to Rachel last night. I was like, does Nikki technically count into Siler's body count? <laughs> <laughs> I think she does. Mm-hmm. Because of his fuckery. Well, you could argue would Suresh have gotten there in time anyway? Uh, Yeah, yes, maybe. Company Jet, though. True, but, like, would would she have already been, like, on the thing with Micah and they would have missed each other? Oh, you know, that is a good point. Well, he was on the way to the airport when Tyler called, though. Yes. So, I don't know. It is a question worth asking, though. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a quick little thing there. And we go back to the boys at the company. Uh, we see Peter and Adam just straight up strutting down those halls. Like, they don't have a goddamn care in the world. Peter is TKing bitches left and right. I could watch him do it for hours. I watched it like six times last night. I don't <laughs> care. I have no regrets. Uh, because, for one thing, there's a bit where Peter, after he flips a guy with telekinesis, stomps down on him, like, by his head. For no reason. No reason. The guy didn't have a gun. He wasn't doing anything. He was just there. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) the fuck, Peter? (laughs) And uh, I was talking with Rachel about this last night while we were watching it. Uh, I blame the empath link slash feeling he would get using that ability because that's a sil- that's a Siler power. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. every time he uses it, he gets a little aggro. We've seen it in Ireland. We see it here. It's uh, it's not good for him to use. No, it's <laughs> it makes not. It feel a little dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Adam's just smacking people with the flat side of the sword. It's a wonderful scene. It's a great little little bit. Stars and garters. I can't handle it. And. <laughs> uh, so Adam's like, oh, I believe it's up to the left. And Peter gives him a look. He's like, oh, please. It's been 30 years. Like, come on. Like, I still know where it is. <laughs> and so they're, you know, walking along. And the alarm is just going off. It's full klaxon. It's so annoying. And Adam's like, do something about that, would you? And Peter just does it. He just does it. Without question. And I need a cigarette or something. Because what the fuck? He's just <laughs> following his orders. Just a good little, good little, you know companion oh i can't handle it i can't handle it and i won't apologize for how how goddamn shippy i am during this episode i will not and so 
they're heading down this hallway and they head for this massive just fuck you safe. There's all kinds of mechanisms and locks and it's giant. It's like a vault. And Peter's like, ooh, like, what do we do now? Like, oh shit. And Adam, just without missing a, a step, is like, mm, I guess you'll just have to pry it open with that brain of yours. And then I just screamed in all caps at Rachel on Discord for a while because we were watching <laughs> it at the same time, at least at that point. And <laughs> Peter laughs a bit, like, okay, bud, like, I don't have that kind of power. Like, that's a lot. And I was like, mm, yeah, okay. It's not much at stake here. Just the fate of the entire human race. This fucking guy. <laughs> and Peter looks at him and he's like, did you kill Hero's father? And Adam does the smart thing. He does the Siler thing. He says he did. He says that Kaito saw to it that the virus be safely kept here. Well, if he didn't plan to use it, then why keep it? Why not destroy it? So, Peter's still kind of pushing back against trusting Adam fully, but, you know, Adam keeps going. He's like, I mean, Caitlin, everyone else is going to die if we just stand here, so only you can change that. She needs you, Peter. We all need you to open that door. So, Adam steps back, and true enough, Peter musters up his everything, and he begins to try to force the door open with his mind. And he strains like crazy trying to do it. Like, he's actually in pain trying to do it. And Adam just smirks behind him. <laughs> His favorite little weapon. Oh, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. What can you say? What can be said? <laughs> mm, a few things. A few things. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was saying this to yeah. Keisha last night. Why didn't they phase through the door? <laughs> Adam knows Peter can do it. That's how they escaped. It is the fucking question of the hour as soon as she said that. It was like, yeah, why didn't they? I have a theory, though, now, speaking on that empathness, that oh, okay. Peter explained what he can do to Adam at some point, and Adam has seen how Peter has reacted when he uses telekinesis. Ah, and he needs him in that dark place? Yes, he needs him in that angry Ooh. dark place. I'm into that. Like, I'm sh Peter probably even told him about Siler. You know, like, I connect Ugh. with the people, and when I do this in particular, it's like I get in a dark place, and Adam knows it. Man, don't make me think of the of, of Peter sitting there talking to Adam about... Like, oh. They had months to chat. I know they did, and he probably did, and you're just, you're really, you're giving me everything I could ever <laughs> want. My birthday's not for another week, so... Yeah, so, so that was my uh, thought afterward. That is a really valid point. Adam wanted him in the dark place, not in the... Hey, I'm a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he needs he needs him to keep being in that like thing that he gets when he uses TK. Mm -hmm. I think you nailed it. Cause yeah, phasing. What's that gonna do? That's gonna keep him too level headed. Mm -hmm. like, he needs him to be easy enough to push. Damn. <laughs> That's why it was all TK and lightning in that hall, you know. Yep. Yeah. L and Siler yep. coming through. Oh mm -hmm. uh, wow. That's, yeah, I love that. I love that theory. I want to marry it and raise its babies. <laughs> That's good. So, back in another part of New York. Hey, the gang arrives at the lab. Which is, as we know, Isaac Mendez's old apartment. So, there'll be a fun little moment where one of the characters brings that to, to mention. And Maya's just like, you're nothing like you said you were. Alejandro was right along. And Siler's just like, uh-huh, yeah. He's like, you want to get rid of your powers? And I want mine back. And he grabs her. And he's like, after Stretch fixes me, I'll gladly take yours off your hands. Which we all know what that means. So. <laughs> Oops. Oopsies. 
And so everyone walks in. And he's like, there's a bed over there. He looks at Molly very pointedly. Stay put. And then Maya, stay calm. And he cocks the gun. And he's like, and remember, you know, like, (laughs) I will fucking shoot you. And so Mohinder's like, it's going to be okay, Molly. You know, I'll, you know, we're going to get through this kind of thing. And Siler just grabs him and manhandles him down those little steps of the loft. Like, how unnecessary but appreciated is that as well. He's <laughs> fucking pushing him because he can. Like, oh, he's such a dick. And he's like, huh, this is your laboratory, huh? And he's just so mocking of him and his accomplishments. He's like, I killed that artist, Isaac Mendez, right on this very spot. Just like, tee-hee, ha-ha, that it's happening here. And Mohinder's like, well, I'm going to have to take a sample of your blood. And Siler immediately demands to know why. He's like, well, you self-diagnosed, bud. I need to know what strain you have or if you even have it at all. And Siler's getting annoyed. He's like, just just give me the remedy. Like, just cure me. Like, come on. Mohinder's like, mm nope. Doesn't work like that. The wrong dosage will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> He's so considerate, Rachel. This is for and you, it's babe. so, like... It is. It's so like a what now, bitch look that he gives when he snaps the little strap taut in between his hands he's going to use to get the vein to pop out. Like, oh my god. The fucking power struggle here. Ugh. So Siler slams the gun down and he unzips his jacket. He rolls up his sleeve. He does it in like the huffiest manner possible. Mm-hmm. And so he can't shut up, of course. He's like, hmm, your father helped me find my gift and now here you are restoring it. Life has its poetry, doesn't it? And Mohinder's like, hmm, my father who you murdered... And he's like, your father who betrayed me, so don't make that same mistake, Mohinder. And Mohinder just fucking takes this little syringe and he just jams it right into his arm. Like, vein be damned. (laughs) And it hurts because it's meant to. And Mohinder looks up at the security camera with a very, like, come on, someone kind of face as he's doing this. Ouch. And Siler grows off the word ouch. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know. There we, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> Fun time. I, I don't know. It seems like Siler totally has this all under control, actually. So Yeah. I'm sure it's going to go great. It's going to go great. He's, you know, to his credit, he actually does have a good plan. And, and it's not his fault that it, <laughs> that it ends the way it does. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He actually manages to focus for once. So, yes. Good for him. So, let's go to Hartsdale. Okay. Where Elle, after that conversation with Noah, she's a little more curious about her past. So she sneaks into her father's office. And all those file boxes that Nathan was admiring earlier, well, there's one for Elle. And so, I mean, (laughs) I love that she has just one. Right? Bob has three. Yeah. (laughs) She has just one. And she only has one because when Elle pulls it down, it's empty. So it was either always empty or Bob just emptied it out. So instead... Elle decides she's going to get on her father's computer. So she gets on the little video surveillance feed and she's watching uh, Isaac's loft, Mohinder's lab. And she's like, hmm, I wonder if you knew you were being watched, Mr. Suresh or Dr. Suresh. <laughs> and then as she's watching, she sees <gasps> Siler. She knows who it yeah, is. She she knows that face. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And she's excited. Oh, Daddy, you're going to be so proud of me. And we get to see this delightful photo of Bob holding this big fish. Oh, my fucking God. Mm-hmm. Wonderful set dressing. Delightful. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
So yes, uh, looks like uh, someone might be coming for Mohinder. Yeah, I dare say someone's uh, possibly going to redeem herself and try to be a real hero. Yeah, she's not going to mess up this time. Some heroes become villains, some villains become heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of heroes, <laughs> mm. in New Orleans, uh, Monica is in peril. She is tied up in a basement. One of the thugs is like dumping gasoline around her and he's like, thought you were going to be a real hero, huh? You know what happens to heroes in the real world? They end up dead, just like you. And we cut away to see Micah in the car with his mother, and he is tracking Monica's position with Nikki's phone. And they have a nice little, like, uh, conversation, like, how are you doing that? And he's like, oh, I'm just telling it to find her phone. And she starts to stop because they're coming up to a red light. And he's like, no, keep going. It's going to turn green. And you see the row of lights all go green for them. And she's like, hot, let me guess. You told it to, too. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So cute. A little cute moment with Micah and Nikki. Cute and, dare I say, goddamn powerful already. Mm Mm-hmm. I cringe when the the guy is talking when he's dousing the place, because it's like Thug 101 dialogue, and I fucking hate it. (laughs) Yeah, I hate it so much. Uh, It is what it is. It ain't cute. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Remember back a few episodes ago when uh, they were going to go find Maury Parkman and Matt's like, oh, great, we can get there quick, you know, Nathan, you can fly. And he's like, I'm not a cargo jet Parkman. Well, apparently getting to Peter and stopping this virus is more important than that because guess who became a cargo jet? Oh. <laughs> we get to see this great, like, whoa, landing of uh, <laughs> Nathan and Matt. And they both, and Nathan's like, ah, and they both stand up. And he's like, we're never going to talk about that again. Agreed. So To be in the writer's room when they're like, do you know how they should get to Texas? <laughs> and to, to see Grunberg or Pazar's faces when they first read that script and realized they were actually going to do it. Oh, I'm sure Grunberg laughed his fucking ass off, let's be real. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sure he did. I'm sure Pazdar did, too. Probably. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. The boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Guess you were a cargo jet, Nathan. <laughs> uh, it's destiny. <laughs> it's fate and destiny. It's meant to happen. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some things we can't escape. You can't escape it, Nathan. God, just be a cargo jet. <sighs> so... Once they finish sort of dusting themselves off, Matt asks Nathan if Peter is still dangerous. Like, you know, is he going to blow up again? And tells Nathan that what Angela told him with her mind. He's like, your mom said to kill him if he doesn't cooperate. And Nathan correctly says, listening to my mother has never led to anything good. (laughs) And as they're kind of contemplating this, suddenly we hear, flying man! Yay! Because who's come to and walked out of there? (laughs) Hero. And Matt looks at him. Who's this guy supposed to be? <laughs> Perfection. Mm-hmm. He was shot at Kirby. He didn't see any mm-hmm. of that shit. It's also great with Hero because he has no idea what Nathan ended up doing. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he's stoked to see him. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh, goodness. What a delightful <laughs> reunion. It is. So many great little, like, mini reunions in this episode. Mm-hmm. See, I think that that's a really good way for them to be focused moving forward, and I think that was smart, as they didn't try to just have, like, these big Kirbys every year. They just had, like, little, like, groups, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that was fine, because that's pretty much what they'll do in every 
finale moving forward. I think so, yeah. Um, let's see. Going back to California, Claire's taping up the Primatech boxes, all the files, and West is lurking in the doorway. It's just what he does, okay? And he comes in, and Claire's like, oh, great, you can help me move these into the car. And he's like, I didn't come to help you, Claire. I came to stop you. Because absolutely nobody is on her side in this endeavor at all. And he's like, you know, Claire's so confused by that. She's like, West, you were the one that said we were special, that the rules don't apply to us. And he's like, yeah, but I like my secrets and I like sharing them with someone like you, but like privately, you know, he doesn't want this to be a thing the whole world knows about. And she's like, this is the only way we can beat them. And he pretty much says the thing that is like the elephant in the room nobody has wanted to say to her, which is exposing us isn't going to to bring him back. Like, it's just not. So she's upset with him. She gives him back his file. And he again, he says, you know, don't do this. And she turns her back on him and he walks away. And she looks back, and she watches him fly sadly away. <laughs> How could I forget about that moment of Wes sadly flying away? <laughs> Sad look as he takes off, yeah. Oh my god, it's so great. <laughs> and then Muggles is there, and he's barking at her, and she's like, you won't leave me, will you, Mr. Muggles? And then he runs to the door, and he's still barking. And Claire turns around, box in hand, which she promptly drops, when we see that it's Noah Bennett standing in the doorway. And he's just like, hello, Claire Bear. Oh, shit, now they know he ain't dead. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> How'd he get <laughs> out? <laughs> who, who are those ashes we spread very tearfully? <laughs> Edens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, you know, any other random True. company person. True. Yeah, Hank. <laughs> I like that uh, when she's like, you won't leave me, Mr. Muggles. Mr. Muggles immediately leaves, and she's just like... He does! That's eyes. true. Because <laughs> daddy's home. Mm-hmm. Burk, burk. Yeah. And that's such a great thing, too, because he always barks when Noah gets home. Like, mm-hmm. it's great continuity. <laughs> he barks at the flying boy and at Noah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh, flinging us back over into New York... Um, Maya and Molly are on that bed together. It used to be Isaac's bed. Maya's very distraught. She's like, I wish Alejandro was here to help. Molly wants to know who that is. And she's like, my brother, I sent him away. And Molly's like, oh, don't worry. I can find him. I can find him. So you'll know he's safe. And she's like, uh, I need a picture of something to think about. It helps me. And so Maya has a photo of them at the wedding. And she gives it over to Molly. And Molly sits about trying to do her thing, but as she says, he's not anywhere. And Maya immediately gets the picture, and she's pissed. <laughs> Downstairs, Mohinder's looking over Siler's samples, and he's a bit like, whoa, because he has the exact same strain of the virus that Nikki does, so that means the company injected you as well. He's like, injected me? Like, someone did this to me? And he's getting all riled up about it. And suddenly, Maya's like, you killed him? You killed my brother? And Siler's like, oh my god, can you just give me like two seconds? And he does this little like eye roll, whips around, shoots her once in the chest. Doesn't even think twice about it. Everyone screams. Um, And he's like, now look what you made me do. And Maya's on the ground, and she's bleeding out in that fateful spot where he killed Isaac Mendez. And he wants to know, he, you know, he, he's got to go at this point because things are going, you know, bad. He's not going to have much time left to do this. He's like, 
where's the heal anything blood to Mohinder? And Molly's all freaked out. Mohinder is too because he had it all along. And so, he, you know, he reveals this. And so I was just like, you and I have trust issues, doctor. Just like, come on. <laughs> and he's like, and, and, you know, Mohinder's just like, take it a go. He's like, no, give it to her first. Let me, you know, see you save her. And then if it works, I'll let you save me. Oh, this little asshole. Mm -hmm. He needs nothing more in this life than for Mohinder to continue to be responsible for his future crimes. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it. Uh, A great moment to go back into our time machines. Wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> Tardis sounds. Um, what were we thinking the night we first saw Maya get shot? <laughs> Gotta be honest about it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yep. 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 Look, man, it's nothing against Danya Ramirez. It's it's like the Nikki thing. It's just some of these characters don't hit. <laughs> So, like I said, though, on the rewatch, I really don't mind Maya and Alejandro. I don't mind. No, I don't as much as I did. The fangirlness of the past definitely uh, affected things much more back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's like, that's yeah, whatever. Like, because, you know, we, we know that she's not dead. Hello. Um, yes. So we will see her again in season three briefly. And, um, yeah. So, but it's... <laughs> The pure comedy of the moment, too. Siler's just like, I've been wanting to do this in South America. <laughs> like, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. God damn you. Like, Zachary you're expecting, you- like, a, an argument yeah. or a fight, and he's just like, I'll fucking solve this. Give me a second bang. Yeah, give me a second bang. But then also, he's being smart. He's making someone else taste the food so he can see if it's poisoned, yep. you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's a clever boy when he wants to be. Mm-hmm. It was a... Uh, a big moment. I, I I can assure you that embarrassingly, all of us fangirls were like, "Yes!" when it <laughs> happened. I know we did. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. Back to the present. War, 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 or whatever. So yeah, that's my time machine sound. <laughs> war, war, war. Yeah, war, war, war. It's like a warp. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Continue on. All right. So. Back at the Bennett household, Sandra is, like, in shock that Noah is alive. And he's like, listen, this was not my idea to, like, drop off the map. I was dead, and I was saved by Claire's blood. You did it, Claire. You're the reason I'm alive. And he's like, Claire, also, (laughs) you have to stop trying to expose the company. If you push this, they will react. And then he says he made a deal to keep them alive. He's going to go back to the company and the rest of them get to lead normal lives. And that Claire was right when she said it was all his fault. And then he tells him he never meant to hurt him. And he turns around to leave. And he walks outside. And who's waiting right outside the door but Bob? And I was like, all right, it's done. Claire's going to hopefully drop it now. <laughs> he had to uh, make a deal with the devil mm-hmm. once more. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting to see where that will go next volume. Yes. I think, is that the last we see of him? Uh, I think so. I think that's the last we see of Yeah, we're, all of we're them. to, like, Odessa and, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's, like, Claire's cliffhanger. He's like, don't do it, Claire. Just be a normal person. <laughs> you know. It is impossible. The whole, you saved me so I can save you now. 
<laughs> oh, it's so that. It's so fucking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So Bennett's back with the company. Interesting to see what's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. It's like some sort of fucking like indentured servitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to find out. Because, I mean, yeah. Are they going to just throw him right back in a cell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if they're smart. <laughs> if they're smart. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready? <laughs> I am so ready. All right. We have this huge scene. This is like our big, long, long scene that's about to happen. We are in Odessa. We are trying to stop the virus. Strap the fuck in. Woo! Peter is still struggling with that big vault door that he could phase through, but Adam doesn't want to phase through, so instead he's going to pull it open with the telekinesis. And Peter's nose starts to bleed, which is the signal like, okay, they're pushing themselves too hard. Ooh, also, if I may interject, mm-hmm. him having Peter a little weakened probably wouldn't hurt. Also true. For what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do go on. So his nose bleeds, and the door opens a little bit. And Adam's like, great job. <laughs> who's past him and who's to go in? And... <laughs> That's a good boy. Here's a treat. Pat, pat. Yeah, right? Like, I'm going to throw you a pizza party. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and before he can fully go in, guess who pops in? Hero. He's like, I must stop you. And <laughs> Adam gets ready to fight. He's got the sword. Instead, Peter just flings him away with a flick of the hand to the wall and knocks him out. And Anna's kind of like slightly disappointed, but it's like, all right, this is fine. <laughs> and he's about to go in, then turns back around to Peter He's only going to keep at it, Peter, unless you do something about it. And we see Adam disappear into the vault, and Peter be like, all right, I'm going to do something about it. He starts to force choke Hero, sliding him up, pinning him to the wall. (laughs) It's like, well, I'm just going to kill the guy then. All right. (laughs) Luckily for Hero, Matt shows up and starts trying to use his little mind power on Peter. He's like, let Hero go. Go after Adam. Let Hero go. Peter turns around, also thinking in his head, <laughs> and we get a little mind fight ensuing, because, like, oh. Matt's little persuasion isn't working on Peter. And then Peter eventually gets, grows tired of this and slides Matt on down the hall. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and uh, you're on the wrong side. And, oh, who should step out now? Nathan. What about me, Pete? Am I on the wrong side, too? Oh. We cut away from them because Hero regains consciousness and goes into the vault. The Vault of Easter Eggs! Woo! People were dissecting the hell out of this freaking vault. They were, yeah. I don't remember if anything pays off. I think one thing is from a comic. Yeah, the dagger. Yeah, there's like a dagger. But what's with like... Yeah. Sorry. A dagger, a toy horse that looks like a little um Trojan horse, a deck of playing cards, a brain. Yeah, What's with fucking, like, Gambit's playing cards like, in this vault? Like, I don't get it. Something else right in front wrong, of Adam, you can't tell what it is. That, or at least I can't remember. property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Adam himself is reaching up and trying to yoink a golden key. What the fuck is with the gold key? <laughs> I don't know, and he was like, mm, mine now, gimme, gimme. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Once... Once someone obsessed with money, always someone obsessed with money. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. He does love spoils. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. So, Adam's about to yoink this large golden key for that who knows what the hell reason it has. <laughs> and, uh... Sentimental value, perhaps? Could be. Hero stops him. And 
Anna turns around. You know what, Hero? You were more than a friend to me. You were my inspiration. You taught me to to be a hero. Hero's like, only you became a villain. And he's like, well, I learned that from you, bud. (laughs) And we see that as Adam is talking to Hero, he's got an arm behind his back. And what is he holding? He's got the virus in hand. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. And we go back to Nathan and Peter in the hallway. And Nathan is telling Peter, Adam tried to release the virus 30 years ago. And Peter's like, but Adam healed you, Nathan. And Nathan's like, well, Adam used me then. (laughs) Adam used me to get you on my side, on his side, obviously. Cut back to Adam and Hero. Adam is going to tell Hero why he's doing this. Wars, famine, disease, 400 years later, nothing has changed. When God wasn't happy with what he made, he made it rain 40 days and 40 nights. And he had the right idea. When this virus is released, those that are left will have a second chance and I'll be their hero. So Mm. he's, I guess now you would like at the time, I probably wouldn't have, you know, um, compared him to it, but it's like the, in Marvel terms, you know, Thanos of it all, but more extreme. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely that. Mm -hmm. We're all suffering. We're just going to get rid of most of the people. Yeah, it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. No one's going to care, right? Look, look, it's not 100% of the population. It's 93% of the population. Yeah. Like 7% is still a lot of people, right? Yeah. They're going to love me. I'm the hero. (laughs) And we cut back to Nathan and Peter. And Nathan's like, Peter, I believe in you. And I know you know what's going on here. And I believe in you. And that is the reason that I saved you in New York with the bomb. You're my brother. And I love you. And we go back to Hero and uh, Adam. And Hero's like, you are not a god. Because, again, Adam's like, I'm going to play god. (laughs) And Adam's like, really? I live 400 years. Who's to say I won't live 400 more? With just, like, the craziest, like, megalomaniacal eyes. He's, like, off the rocker right now. It's Mm -hmm. gone. Yep. There's no one he has to, like, pretend for right now. He's just off it. It's lovely. And Hero's like, I should have killed you a long time ago, and I should kill you now for my father. And we cut back to Nathan and Peter, and Nathan's like, can you really trust Adam? And Peter suddenly is like, Oh, fuck. And they all start running for the vault. (laughs) And we see Hero teleport Adam away. But before Adam is taken, he drops the vial. Oh, such a bitch Mm -hmm. ass. And we see it fall. And that's like during the commercial break, we're seeing the the, the, uh, thing fall. And this is where, when we talk about it later, timeline split. Mm -hmm. So remember this moment where Adam drops the vial. Yes. And... Because that was not the original plan. Nope. <laughs> so. What's what's going to come is not the original yes, plan. Yes, this was not the original plan. They filmed two different versions in case of the impending writer's strike. And we'll get more into that in one of our bonus episodes before we get into season three. So, in this version of events, Peter manages to see the vial falling and use his telekinesis to stop it right before it hits the ground. And he walks in and takes it. And Matt and Nathan both walk in, and Matt looks around at the the vault of weird shit and comments on the vault of weird shit. <laughs> and oh, right, he's like, "The fuck is all this? Why is there a fucking brain in here? What cards? What the hell is this?" Speaking of, for the audience, everybody, yep. Mr. Matt Parkman. Mm-hmm. And Nathan kind of ignores it and tells Peter to finish the job. And so Peter takes it in his hands, and he uses, as I call it, because I can't remember the name of it. His blowy uppy power <laughs> to turn the virus into dust, which is like his radioactivity. 
I couldn't remember it last night, so I typed in his blowy uppy power. <laughs> that might be the episode. <laughs> his blowy uppy power. Um, <laughs> so he powerless or Peter Kelly's <laughs> blowy uppy power. He uses his Fuck. blowy uppy power. Um. <laughs> He uses oh. the uh, radiation he got from Ted. <sighs> the very threat that, that he was to New York, and he channels it and turns the virus and the vial into dust. Yeah, look at how much he's grown in just this short amount of time with controlling that. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. Good job, Peter. Good job. And Matt now is like, well, what the fuck? How much longer do we have to clean up our parents' messes? And Nathan's like, nope, that's it. I'm done. It's over now. It stops here. No more secrets. We are going to take it public. Like, father, like, daughter. <laughs> I know, right? He's such his daughter's father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we get to see that this vault is being recorded. Mm-hmm. We get to see a little um, scene of them clearly on some sort of surveillance. And we even see in the background of Matt, um, Matt seeing the little red blinking light. And so Nathan is like, I'm going to call a press conference. And Matt, you're going to help me. You're going to make sure everyone there listens to me. So, oh boy, Nathan's going to take it public. Someone's going to go public. Mm -hmm. Bum bum. Yeah, that was, that was an ordeal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A lot of back and forth, a lot of tension in the scene. Fucking Nathan always there in the clutch, saving the day. It's what makes, you know, what's to come so sad. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know. Um, I'm going to comment on Adam a bit because I can. <laughs> Please do. As I said to you uh, earlier, and I will say to the, on the podcast now, I really got the vibe from this episode that um, Adam's Everything You Love I Will Lay to Waste line to Hero had mellowed over the years. Like, I've said that to a lot of people here. You can't expect me to just hold a grudge for 400 years. Whereas Hero's a lot more yeah. frustrated with it because the way he reacted to Hero, he wasn't like, oh, I'm going to kill you, you know. And, like, killing Kaito is definitely more of a fuck you for locking me up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that was a fuck you to him and to the company. Mm-hmm. It just so happened to be Hero's father. Yeah, that worked out for him also. Mm-hmm. We, we were joking about it where it was just like, oh, he's been alive for 400 years, Carp. You can't expect him to <laughs> care that much about everyone he swears to hate. Like, mm-hmm. A lot yeah. more in shock to see him there. Like, okay, I wasn't expecting you right now. <laughs> yep. Of yep. all the times we could have crossed paths again now? Okay. He's like, all right, I'm not loving this, but that's okay. I got Peter here. Peter can protect mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. He wanted to fight him, though, but... He did. <laughs> Peter kind of cucked that there. He kind of cock-blocked him. He mm-hmm. really did. But, uh, yeah. He's a little disappointed he had to put the sword back away. I mean, we will get to see them fight with swords again someday. <gasps> Spoilers. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i'm not gonna beep that like the last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love that long bleep it makes me laugh more than actually having in what yeah. i said um yeah <sighs> all right why don't you take us um back to new york all right so i mean hey they saved the day over in odessa mm-hmm. so like a big threat in the season has been dealt with now let's rebuild our villain yeah okay okay cool so Mohinder injects Maya and Siler's just like, that's it. It's just a simple injection. Like, fuck, I can do that. You know, kind of thing. And Maya heals up and the bullet, you know, pushes out Claire style. 
and she wakes up or starts to wake up. And Siler is behind them, and he's just casually grabbing the kit that Mohinder used. He's like, I'm sure Maya will understand if I'm not here when she wakes up. And he's going to bail. And Elle sneaks in in the background, and she's like, Siler! And he whips around, and he just shoots right at her. He doesn't care who she is. And Mohinder dives onto Molly to shield her, and there's chaos and glass everywhere, because Siler's shooting out the glass near Elle. But she gets back up when he starts to run. And she nails him right in the back, and he eats shit through a glass doorway. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of my favorite stunts, because they really did have Quinto go through sugar glass. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, the only way to make it look that good. And so, yeah, he still manages to get up and run, though. And she follows him, and, you know, but he's gone. And Mohinder sees that Siler took the kit. He took the little case. Nikki is fucked. Oh no, Nikki! Oh no, Nikki! Oh no! <laughs> Not that. Yeah, so a little, uh, little okay corral shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bullets and electricity. Mm-hmm. She blasts the fuck out of him. She does. Nope. But he's a cockroach, and it takes more than that to kill him, even if he doesn't have regenerative and, abilities. And how, man? Like, yep, yeah, yeah. Something tells me he's gonna be all. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Nikki. Speaking of Nikki, uh, Nikki and Micah, they're almost where Monica should be. And the thug number one lights the fire with the Ninth Wonders comic in a very, like, fuck you and what you thought you were doing kind of way. Because he's like, who do you think is going to rescue you? As he's, like, lighting the place on fire. It's a little over the top. And Monica's begging him not to go and to leave her there. And it's it's really, it's affecting, really. Because, I mean, the poor girl, you know? Like, damn. Micah and Nikki, they get there. And they see the van and the guy as he tries to leave. And so Nikki intercepts the van before he can with her car. She gets out, kicks the guy, and gets his gun. She pistol whips him. And Micah sees, oh no, the building is now on fire. <laughs> Nikki pistol whips the guy again and she enters the building and gets to Monica and she unties her and she, you know, Monica grabs the bag because it's right there. And Nikki wraps her hands because she's trying to lift a beam so Monica can get out. And she's able to do so and Monica runs out, but Nikki can't hold it and get out. So she's still in the building when the building explodes. Like, a major nobody survived that explosion. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta be Claire Bennett to ex- to survive that. Or, or I guess, Siler, because he survives everything. Um, True. Yeah. So, uh, do we even want to cliffhanger, or do we just want to be like, goodbye, Nikki? <laughs> goodbye, Nikki. Goodbye, Nikki. That was her cliffhanger. I mean, I don't know if something would have been different. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the result, not the, the way the cliffhanger was, because I bet this was in place. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Um, so Nikki slash Jessica slash Gina is gone, yeah. but Allie Larder is not. Yes. She is still a regular on the show. How you ask? Well, you'll see. Mm-hmm. How you ask? Spoilers, you'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> you'll wait, damn it. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, do we ever see Monica again? Yes. We do? I believe we do for like, and Micah for a hot second. Well, yeah, I know Micah definitely takes a back seat until later. Because he grows up a little bit. But I do think we get them for Um, a hot second at the beginning of season three, like in the first episode. Like just because of Nikki being gone? Like because of like her funeral or something? If I am remembering correctly. I can't remember. It is though, right? It's like like her funeral? Yes. 
damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Micah. Fucking orphan kid. Mm-hmm. But hey, he likes comic books, and that's where a lot of the big superheroes have their origin stories. So. Very true. Very true. It's L- Live that Batman life. It's not the end for Micah and his storyline. Oh, far from it. He becomes a very important character to the overall mythology of the mm-hmm. show. But yeah, Nikki's gone. Allie Larder remains. Stay tuned to figure out how. Yes. Spoiler alert. We like this more than we liked this. <laughs> <laughs> so. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, it, well, if we want to really get into it, uh, it was pretty well known that the show liked Allie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just didn't know what the fuck else to do with that character. Yes. So they in a, they endeavored a way to keep her, but to get rid of Nikki slash Jessica. So which I'm still on the the team of like you didn't have to kill the L. We could have gone through that fucking. We are gonna make a little superhero <sighs> team and go fucking fight crime. Uh huh. Uh huh. So yep. as am I. As am I. So that's where I stand but... with it. But you know, not good enough for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I fucking guess. So yeah, um, R.I.P. Nikki. There goes another regular character, at least. So yes. It's a big death in terms of that, but like, I don't know. I don't really think anyone was talking. No, because it, it was a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. So it was really like you, you never know. Yeah, fair, fair. People do survive some random shit mm-hmm. on here. So, but uh, how's uh, how's Hero doing with the yeah? Well, stuff. Is he okay? We see Ando first because Hero meets him back in the office, oh. and Hero's alone. Okay. And he has a sword and he sets it down. And he's like, I went to face my father's killer. And Ando's like, great, you found him. Did you kill him? And Hero's like, well, he can never hurt anyone again. And what do we hear but, Carp, let me out. And Adam is in a fucking coffin. Hero buried him alive. Because we see the camera pan up and they are in a cemetery in Japan. Ah. So Adam's buried alive. I mean, I'm sure he feels real good about himself, like, for not killing him, but that's so much worse! He gets to suffer! Oh my god, right? (sighs) He can't die from it. He just dies and comes back over and over and over and over, like, Jesus. Yeah, that's dark here. It would have been a lot less dark to just kill his ass. Honestly, don't fuck with Hiro Nakamura, I guess. Man holds a grudge. I mean, yeah, shit, think about it. When it came down to it, did he stab Siler? He sure mm-hmm. did. <laughs> did he do this to Adam? You bet. Mm-hmm. Don't don't fuck with no, him. Buried him alive. Rip that guy. Oh, Rip that guy over and over and over. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ugh. Sorry, David Anders. I liked having you on the show. Spoiler, not the last we see of David Anders. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you couldn't help it. <laughs> For now. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's left alive for a reason. I can't, I can't wait to watch you make decibels fucking jump when we see him again. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Any comments on, any more comments on that before I... This is brutal, man. That's fucking horrible. It reminds me of, um, remember on Angel when they were gonna, like, uh, when, like, when they had Angel in the fucking, um, I don't know, the trunk in, in the mm-hmm. ocean? Remember that? It was very that. Like, he's just gonna keep coming back over and over and over. Like, yeah. It also, I think, was a little bit of an alias homage. Oh, probably. But, yeah. He lives on that show if you want to watch a show that he survives through. <laughs> <laughs> if that's if that's more your thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a little shit and he lives, so. 
which I always encourage everybody to watch Alias. It's wonderful. Yeah. Sorry about it, Adam. <laughs> Rip that guy for now. Um, <laughs> we'll go to New York, where Maya's waking up after um, getting the healing blood. And she's like, oh, I thought I was dead. And Mahindra's like, you very nearly were. And we see Elle come back in a huff because she didn't catch Siler. Siler's gone. My dad's going to kill me. And Mohinder <laughs> looks at her like, no, we owe you our lives. If you hadn't shown up, Siler would have slaughtered us all. And Elle just looks at him like, really? Cool. <laughs> Aww. It's so cute because they really are trying to, like, pivot Elle, which is great. And I question if Siler would have killed them all. He would have killed Maya. Okay, see, I was gonna say that, and I could I could just feel your, like, judgy, she's being a Siler fangirl look from here, if I would've, because I also don't think he was in that mood right now, so. No, he would've, in his ideal world, <laughs> shot Maya again. <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't have shot Maya and somehow taken her with him after he got it back. He would not have killed Molly, I maintain no. that forever, so. He would've taken it and left after shooting Maya. Like, he already yep. had it, like, in his hand. Like, he was getting ready to skedaddle. He he was getting the fuck out. Because yeah. he even says, like, uh, Maya won't mind that I'm not here when she wakes up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, bye. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he needs to get himself right, and then and then we'll worry about other yeah, stuff. Yeah, he'll come back and pay another visit to him later. Oh, if only. That's probably was his plan anyway, so, yeah. Spoiler alert, we only get one more Mylar thing, and, uh... While you and I really like it, a lot of people didn't. <laughs> so, and we talked about it in our Mylar um, Paying the Future episode. We did. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so. Sadly, you're going to have to really just savor this like we did, because you're not going to get much more, many more crumbs in, in the way of this. No. So, they are on pretty interesting journeys, uh, but quite, quite separate uh, in most of uh, the first bit of season three, mm-hmm. so. Mahinder goes on a hell of a journey. Oh boy! Up. I'm excited. Oh boy, that's awesome. I, you and I love some of the things that the the fandom and the critics hated, yeah. and that's one. We're of them, wild like so. that, though. I know. It's my best friend. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> I love I love Elle's energy this whole episode. She bounces around from being, like, a sneaky, like, you know, little, like, girl who's been grounded but is still, like, trying to do some stuff. Like, you know, when she sneaks around in the office and she goes see Bennett. To, like, just being, like, I don't know, kind of have, like, a little teenager vibe. Like, she's so... I love her, like, state of mental arrested development, mm-hmm. you know? I like seeing it in the character. It's an interesting choice. And it makes sense with, as we've seen, how she was fucking raised. Yep. So... She's childlike at times. Like, her little cool. I just, I love that. I always yeah. like that. She's so proud of herself, and she should be. Yeah, she saved him. She, she did. Yeah. So why don't you, uh... Oh, boy. Put a bow on this volume, Keisha. <laughs> why don't I? I mean, honestly, at this point, it's just like a victory party. Everything went really well. I mean, they, they stopped the mm-hmm. virus. Hello? Now we just gotta, just gotta get together and, uh... The the time has come for secrets to to come out. You know, I, I think it's well past time. Fuck the sins of the prior generation and the company and all their secrecy. Let's just put it all on the field and see what happens. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we are at a police station in Odessa. They are preparing for the press conference. Like, there's, you know, 
press milling around and people with like microphones and cameras and lights getting ready. And Nate asks Peter if he's all right with this. And Peter is just so like Peter about things. He's just like, yeah, I just keep thinking if I hadn't listened to Adam and Nate's like, if I hadn't listened to Linderman, you know, which is such a great point, you Mm -hmm. know, it's just like, look, like you tried to do the right thing, Peter. You always do. You trusted that people are as good as you are. But if you see yourself as a monster, Pete, this guilt is going to eat you up inside. Believe me, I know. Because, you know, we saw him, like, see himself all burned up and fucked up throughout the volume. And uh, he gives him a little smile. And it's, like, the most we've seen Peter smile since Caitlin. It's like, oh, our boy's coming back. Yeah. And Nathan's like, what? He's like, I just really missed you. And he's like, I missed you too. And they have one of the most epic Petrelli bro hugs on the show. (laughs) pretty epic mm-hmm. matt comes in even and he's just kind of like oh uh, <laughs> okay no, i'm interrupting the thing i guess but um i did it they're ready for you they will definitely hear what you have to say so uh, bear with me because i wrote this whole fucking speech down it's like a paragraph i got my popcorn i'm ready <laughs> uh, picture uh, a montage while nathan is speaking of all the stuff we've seen from season two so far because that's what comes and you know that's what occurs while he's speaking and I'm not going to stop it with every beat because I don't. I didn't do that. I just wrote the whole thing down. So, <laughs> picture, you know, scenes that would be relevant to this. <clears throat> so he goes, good afternoon. Most of you have no idea who I am. My name is Nathan Petrelli, and I was elected to Congress in the state of New York. Seems like a long time ago. I lost my position. I lost my brother. I lost my family. I'm sad to say that I lost my way. But while I was gone, I had the chance to see the world through newly humbled eyes witnessed amazing things. I've seen ordinary people among us trying their best each day to be heroes. These ordinary people, like you, like me, are capable of extraordinary things. You have no idea how extraordinary. But there are other people, organizations, who don't want you to know the truth. I myself kept secrets. But last year, something incredible happened to me. And it changed my life. And at first I was afraid. But I'm not afraid anymore. I'm here to tell you the truth. And he glances over at Peter. Like, oh, my brother's here. He's got my back. I can do this. And so he goes, I have the ability. And before he can even finish saying the word, Nathan gets shot twice in the chest out of nowhere. It's fucking chaos. Peter flinches. Matt runs to his side. Everyone's running around. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Uh, This really sad music kicks in. Um, Nate falls to the ground in Peter's arms. There's no dialogue, but you can totally see that they're like mouthing, you know, each other's names. Uh, Matt glances up during all this and he sees a figure all in black moving away through the chaos. Black coat, black hat, just walking in the opposite direction. Clearly the shooter. And we see Angela, and she's on the phone watching this all unfold on TV. And she's saying, I know it was unavoidable. You do know that you've now opened Pandora's box. And so Nathan might die. End of volume two. Bum, bum. Goodness. Mm-hmm. I was stunned the first time I watched it. Yep. They got me good. Mm hmm. And, and, and I mean, like, it's so obvious after the fact because it's like, well, yeah, they can't have anyone, ex- like, no one can have anyone expose them. 
Because there was any number of, you know, possible suspects during the summer of, you know, who the fuck shot Nathan Petrelli? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Damn. I oh, dare God. say the, the oh, shooter God. looked very Siler-like. He did. He did. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Siler's busy, so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's fun because it's like we went from, like, who was in the hoodie to who's in the coat and the hat. Like, yeah. The man in black once again. So, oh, Yeah. God, the flinch that Milo does when it happens. Oh, it's it gets me every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I cannot wait to talk about who shot it. <laughs> <laughs> it is in-fucking-credible. It is so comic book with, like, a capital C and a capital B. I love it. Yes, it is. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, end of volume two. Uh, I guess we're all done. Uh, I don't have anything else to talk about. No, I think we got a little bit more, don't we? Like. What? They did it last season. They did, like, a teaser. Oh, you're right. They did, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, well, hold on. Yeah, let me check my notes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. There is a small teaser for a new volume. Uh, it's called Villains. Huh. Interesting. So, we open back up. And we're in a a really dirty alleyway. And the camera swoops down. Very bird's eye view. And who do we see on the ground but our bud, Siler, who escaped from the lab. And he's all kinds of beat up looking. He's got cuts all over him from the glass. But don't worry, because he's got the kit. And he's injecting himself with the quote unquote heal anything blood. And so he injects himself and he waits. And his face starts to heal. We see it. And he looks down and his hands start to heal. And so obviously if he's healing, then what better thing to do than to try to use a power? So when he's all healed up physically, he looks ahead and he thrusts out his hand because there's this empty spinach can in the alleyway. And he thrusts out his hand and at first nothing happens. Nothing happens. But then, oh, but then... It zips over into his hand and he's holding this empty can of spinach and it's a Popeye thing. And everybody said so who worked on the show and he just smiles and he's like, I'm back. And that is your teaser for volume three. Siler has been restored. You are all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder uh, wh- who, uh, Fuck, what did Mohinder say? That the the company did that to him? I don't think he's going to be very happy about all that. No, I dare say no. Wouldn't want to be in any facility of the company soon, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. The man can hold a grudge. I mean, he's never had to hold a 400-year-old grudge, but, like, he does pretty well with the time he's been given. (laughs) Yes, indeed, ma'am. That was the episode, so... (laughs) Yeah. The season finale! Yay! And, yeah, we are gonna talk about the writer's strike. We're gonna talk about why that was. And uh, also, very excitingly, what they had planned to do. Yep. Had this all not occurred the way that it did. Mm-hmm. So, including what things would have looked like if the vial would have smashed to the ground. Yes, ma'am. Which they show you on the DVD. So. Mm-hmm. You get a couple deleted scenes there, and... There's a couple people that talk about what was going to be, and it's a lot of trying to piece it together. 
It is, because it's like people talked about it at like conventions here and there or at like random interviews with comic book websites. So you can find it. It exists. You, you can have an idea of what was going to happen. Because there are a lot of threads that get cut, even ones that are still in the episode that I don't think end up paying off. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're right. Um, example, the Angela call at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, don't put any stock into that. Don't yes. put any. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't really, uh, doesn't really pay off like that because of changed plans. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for us digging into that. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to dig into all the yeah. what-ifs and the could-have-beens. Yep. We're going to be doing our graphic novel spotlight once more. That is our next episode. Woo! So if you have access to them, um, or if you have the books, we are going to be each sharing our top fives from the second collection of Heroes graphic novels. The second and last actual physical collection. Mm-hmm. And those span all over our timeline right now. So Yes, they do. Yep. Some are from the summer before mm-hmm. and some are after the season. So yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing that. We're gonna be doing our writer strike slash what was supposed to happen in the volume that never was mm-hmm. a little bit. And we're also gonna be talking about the effects of Heroes Time Travel. Um, as we saw them on season two and whether or not, it's kind of like the whole five years gone thing. It's like, can you really change all this? Cause it seems all pretty goddamn faded to be. So mm-hmm. yeah, dude, we did it. We're, we're two seasons in. <laughs> Woohoo. I am excited. Now we get to go to season three. Oh, when everyone started getting real, real bitchy. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is when the fandom blew itself up. <laughs> Long hiatuses are never good. No. Never. No. You want to watch a fandom build itself up and explode, it happens all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are not a special case. No, 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 no. At all. Mm-mm. We, uh, we definitely blowy-uppy hands in season three. So. Yes. But I don't think it's bad as some people say. We're going to have fun watching it. Well, heck no, techno, because fucking uh, Fugitives is in this season. Yes. So. Volume is four. fucking art, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, villain, villains make some choices, but uh, Fugitives fugitives have some great fucking episodes. Wow. <laughs> villains is picking up the rug, sweeping up everything from season two <laughs> that they didn't have time to finish. Whew. Setting the rug back on top of it, padding it a couple times. That's what. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. trying a couple things going no that doesn't work <laughs> getting rid of it like yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's uh it, they, they make some choices in volume three that affect characters forever yes and uh people were real pissy about some of those choices so it's gonna be fun to talk about <laughs> hell yeah I'll wear my t-shirt while I do it I have a I have a villain's t-shirt so. I do as well I don't know where it is <laughs> <laughs> I know. Mine's in my pajama drawer. I can get it out right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's get to our socials. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Eclipse Podcast. If you would like to follow my or Keisha's personal accounts, I am at that burb there. Burb with a B, like Bob Bishop. Get ready for a new one that Keisha's going to come <laughs> up with. Yeah, it's the final time that we get to use the Bob Bishop. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different every volume. So. Well, are you going to use it in the bonus episode one? Oh, good point. Um, 
I don't know. I'm like, I don't, I truly do not know. You got time to think. Maybe it'll be a return to Noah Bennett. Who knows? Um, no, 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 no. We're not going back. Only four. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. <laughs> yeah. If you want to follow Keisha, she is at lady underscore snark, S-N-A-R-K. Keisha, what are you tweeting about? Uh, not very much lately. It's uh, mostly just me updating my thread for my 31 days of horror. Heck yeah. uh, and complaining about Ryan Murphy doing a Jeffrey Dahmer TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's from someone who is a, a, a once was a he can do no wrong stand. So um, I, I think that he's past that now. <laughs> so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't trust him with it. I don't trust him with that story. I could go on, but I won't. But yeah, 31 Days of Horror. Uh, woo. Uh, spooky, scary movies. Fun, fun times. Mm-hmm. Uh, weekend. Uh, how's Animal Crossing? <laughs> It's great, but I haven't tweeted about it. Yeah. Do you have, like, uh, is there, like, a Halloween event, or? Yeah, I'm growing pumpkins. Fun. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Growing pumpkins, chilling. Do you, are, are you going to, like, wear a little costume? Yeah, they've got new costumes they put in. That's fun. What are you thinking of, what are you thinking of uh, using? I, I'm just buying it all as it comes out, and then I'll decide as the month goes on. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll be something heroesy. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We will see. All right. Well, you just let me know. <laughs> I, I I'll share. I will share when when Yay. I have decided. We also have an email. We are eclipsedpod at gmail dot com. Send us a, an email if you want to chat. We have a Discord. Better place to chat. Come on over to Discord. <laughs> yeah, if you had the privilege of being on our server last night. Uh, we were talking about the episode while we were watching it, and while it took me four hours to watch a one-hour episode, so. <laughs> yeah, Keisha was like, it's the finale, let's watch it together. It's okay, Woo! we're gonna both pause it, because we do that to take notes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, an hour later, I was done, and realized that the things Keisha was talking about were still at the very beginning of the episode. Uh, yes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she finished watching the episode, I was already in bed asleep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. That is exactly what happened, though. That's that's a true fact. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. And I regret none of it. So, <laughs> yep. live your best life, Keisha. That's what I say. I'm I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So come over to the Discord link will be in the show notes. We have an Instagram. It's there. <laughs> See, I don't feel bad about that because there's people who have like actual professional like sponsored podcasts who don't do shit with their instagram and they have it so maybe we should take a few merch picks because i think you know around this time going to season three we're getting more merch coming out yes and like tie-ins and stuff what better time to bust out my sam's comics tote bag Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's coming really fast yep 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 um yeah maybe we'll put some merch photos in there of our collection of hero stuff uh, what else do I have? I think that's it. Um, if you would like to, please leave a rating and a comment on your podcast app of choice. We'd love yeah. to hear from you. Your support pushes the podcast to other people. Yeah, like if you have a friend, let us, you know, let them know what we're doing. Um, even though we're about to start season three, which, as I said, people have very strong feelings about. Um, We've got like 40 episodes in the can. This will be 41. So I know. It's wild. You've got quite the backlog, especially because we like to chat, so. <laughs> we really do. That'll last you a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell all your friends, basically. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I don't like heroes. And you're going to be like, well, too bad. 
<laughs> and be like, well, guess what, bitch? It's still pandemic and not a lot of new TVs getting made. So what better time to make your friend watch that show that you loved? Yeah. It's on Peacock. I've, thre- I've threatened people with it. It is on Peacock. It's free it's on, on Peacock. It's on TV on Amazon as well. Peacock so. is on Roku now. Hey. So I think that does it for our episode. We will see you for the next three weeks with our bonus ones. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to dig into season three. So get ready for that. And we will see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye.